Blog Talk Radio. Can't you see? 
the Lottie Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show on BTR for April 25th, 2012. I am your host, Lottie Miss Clardy, and your co-host is Strong Tower. Good to be here. What's up? We're coming at you live from Columbus, Ohio, with good news and bad news. And that is it's necessary, okay? This is the place to be and the place to get heard. And good evening. Our topic for today is the Ugly Lie Show. We are standing up, speaking up, and speaking out against victimization and fraud on every level, even in our personal lives. And I want you to join Strong Tower and myself on this journey to talk about the ugly lies that stop us from true change. I will be starting with myself to unfold my story of how I overcame ugly lies to becoming your host on the Lardy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show. I will be starting with myself and to unfold the story. And so I want to share this story with you for the reason why I wanted you to come on to this show if you had any struggles with anything and get heard. All right, you are not alone, and but you can turn your circumstances around and be victorious in truth. And by not allowing secrets to have you in captivity because you won't stand up to your perpetrators, your victimizers, your loved ones, or just to say your foes, okay? You can overcome your fears and overcome the ugly lies that try to plague your life for the rest of your life, all right? So get on the get on the phone, turn your turn your speakers down, and if you want to get heard or you just want to listen, that's all good. And sit back and relax. And if you want to comment, get on the line and say, "Hey, I got something to say." That number is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And we will be right back. With God's help. Amen.
to the Lardy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show again. We are back. You're looking uh, pretty uh, excited today. Yeah, this pretty is, much uh, so. A grand opportunity, something different going on with you tonight. What's going on? Well, we are talking about the Ugly Lies Show, mm-hmm. Strong Tower. We've been talking about the Ugly Lies Show for, for the last three months. Yeah. What's going on? All right. You know, as I had said, starting off earlier, I am going to start by talking about myself. Because in order to understand why I came up with this show Mm -hmm. called The Ugly Lie Show, I have to take you through a small journey to show you what God did in order to get me confident enough to talk about the lies that we have a problem with telling, you know, to other people, pastors, to our loved ones, um, all the above. So since I was talking about um, uh, being against victimization and fraud and standing up and speaking up and speaking out on every level, even when it comes to your personal life, and for the reason why I came up with this particular show is because there are things that people are afraid to talk about. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very, very hard, and I understand, but it is about time oh, yeah. for us to learn now how to stand up to those that hurt us, that yeah. victimize us, that perpetrate against us, even when it comes to our loved ones. Yeah. And there are people that are out there, like myself, mm-hmm. because of my journey, uh, for the reason why I am on this show, for the reason why God blessed me right. with this show, to come to you yeah. and let you know that you are not alone. That's right. And and this is an emotional uh, part of me, because now you've got to get to know your host. All right. Lardy, Miss Clardy, on a personal level. All right. So I want to start with first. Um, I was in my, um, I was in my Bible study today. That sounds like and a good thing. And my pastor and God bless his soul and first lady yes. and all the supporters that yes, were with they him. Yes, wonderful people. And you know he was on a subject in James mm-hmm. on in James one, I think through. Through nine, let's say through nine, yes. okay? And I'm gonna read it to you, and this is, and it'll explain as we'll go into my story. Yes, take all your right. Time. Take your time. Now, and forgive me if I get a little tongue-tied, but I'm going to do this, okay? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, we're coming out of James, out of James, verse one, and I'll read, you know, up to ten, okay? Yes. Or matter of fact, make it, make it. To eight. Yes. James, verse one through eight. Mm-hmm. And here's how it goes. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes which were scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation, various trials in small print, it's saying. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, Mm -hmm. that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting for nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, 
Let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. Let, but let him ask in faith, not wavering, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Yes, that's the word. And that's the word. Mm-hmm. And when my when my pastor came to us in Bible study okay. about Okay. Our pastor, that's yeah, right. Leave me well, out. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> but, you know, I'm on a roll. You know, yes, right. get in where you fit well, in. You know, here I am. <laughs> okay. When our pastor spoke on this subject, and then coming up into Galatians 5 and 22, explaining what the fruit of the Spirit was all about, and then we had a little sharing in our Bible study today which touched me dearly. And I want to start with that in remembrance of James 1 through 8, Mm -hmm. okay? Remembering those things we just uh, Mm -hmm. read upon. So I want to start off with what happened to me Mm -hmm. and and why my mouth is open the way it is. I was from 5 to 12 years old, molested. By my stepfather. And when I told my mother about this at five years old, I was laughing. And she smacked me and said, tell her the truth. So I ended up crying. And I told her the same thing that I was telling her while I was laughing. And after she saw that I was telling the truth, she had a dilemma. And there were domestic violence and different things and drinking and whatever going on, you know, whom my mother had married in the family with. And the domestic violence had got so bad till one day, I think I was six years old, and she she talked to me and told me what she was going to do. And she left and left me with the family that uh, the perpetrator that I was speaking to her about the one that had molested me. And I was molested from 5 to 12 years old. Now, not to say that's when I had my visitation with the Lord in my life at 8 years old. And it started then. And I remember in a a vision, and when the Lord came to me, he started to ask me, was I a good girl? He told me not to fear. It was only him. And I was comforted with it. But he asked me words like this, uh, are you a good girl? And I couldn't lie to the spirit. And I told him sometime. And then he asked me, who do you love? And I told him, I love my stepfather. My grandmother, my step-grandmother, my step-grandfather, on down the line. And then I was told that not to fear because he was going to send somebody to come and get me. And then as I woke up out of the vision, I laid to wait for the rest of my time trying to talk to somebody to tell them what was happening to me, but they wouldn't listen. And I was being uh, uh, threatened, you know, not to talk. Now, I remember when we were in our Bible study, I spoke about this because everything starts at home. Mm -hmm. 
where the child cannot talk to the parent, can't talk about what's going on because back in that time, you know, uh, things were kept secret. But I tried to talk while I waited for whomever it was going to be that the Lord said was going to come and save me. Well, by the time I turned 12 years old and, 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 eight, and, and somebody at 8 years old, that's many a years to wait, or it seemed to be that long, and I was ready to give up. And then, lo and behold, my mother came back to get me. From that point on, um, I had to talk to my mother and to find out why did she do what she did. I had to face her with why, and she told me why. And when she finished telling me her story about the domestic violence and how she had to get out of there and she couldn't take me to the streets and da-da-da-da-da, you know, for some odd reason I understood it. And I forgave her, and I loved her anyway. And then at 17 years old, God made it possible for me to meet up with my stepfather again. And we went to the park over there at Fairwood Park. I'll never forget it. And out of me came to ask boldly, why did you touch me the way that you touched me when I didn't have breasts and I wasn't a woman? Why did you do these things? You could feel the the cloud of shame in the air that circled around us because he couldn't believe that I was facing him, and he didn't think that he would ever have to be faced with explaining to his victim, which was what he did to me, molesting me. And the things that came out of his mouth was astonishing. And... I forgave him, and we went our separate ways. But by the time I was 30 years old, God made a full circle for him to come back into my life where he had lost everything, mom gone, dad gone, brother gone, and his wife gone. Everything was gone in his life, and God made him had to come to my house, to my door. And at that time, I was faced at that particular time whether I was going to deny him or allow God to work a mighty work in my life and allow him in because he was totally homeless. Mm -hmm. And I had, at the time, three children. Now, getting back to helping you understand why it's so important to speak up and speak out and face those that hurt you is because it can victimize you, keep you in captivity for the, almost for the rest of your life. And I had to overcome it by, by the will of God. I got saved at 24 years old, so, and, and, and God gave me a Holy Spirit. And by that Holy Spirit was the only way that I could have faced my dad at 30 years old, my stepdad, and I loved him as for who he was and opened up the door. And I had three kids at the time. Yeah, I kept eye on everything, but he said, give me 30 days. And he was gone in 30 days. After that, that man got saved and he came back talking about, I'm so sorry. 
for the things that I did to you. And I mean, and it went on like that for a long time. And then later, he lost my brother, who was Terry, which was his only son of of his own blood that my mom birthed to him. And I was like the stepsister, but he's still my brother. And he lost him at 38. That was a pinnacle turnaround in his life. And then I had went through from 12 all the way up to as much as I could say in my early 40s. And I'm still in my 40s, you know, but in my early 40s. Uh, with men, and this is for men and women alike that have been dogged in their life, victimized in their life, done, uh, you know, been perpetrated against, molested, all the rest. This is for the men and the women. But in my case, it was the men, where even the men throughout the time, while God was showing me about myself and how to stand up and what not to take no more. I had to go through men. You talk too much because I was I was talking to them about the wrong that they were doing to me, and even in men that I had that was you know molesting me because they was just plain lustful, messing around, doing what they want to do, and doing they wrong to me. Even those men and women that have went through this part, where they done had diseases, venereal diseases infections, I've been through it. And I want to tell you that there is a God in heaven that hear your cry and upon getting sealed with the Holy Spirit and as pastor, our pastor came up out of Galatians 5 and 22 based upon the nine fruits of the Spirit. And those nine fruits that we learned in there today that is of the Holy Ghost. That's the only thing that will help you to become an overcomer and to be victorious Amen. in living the truth. But you've got to be bold and have courage to speak up and face those that hurt you. So the nine fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. Long-suffering, goodness, faith, meekness, and self-control. And what we learn on the opposite side of this is for love, there are people out there that still hate and have bitterness. People that say they got joy in the Lord, still with sorrow, and they complain. These are things that were talked about in our in our Bible study today. And those that say they in the spirit with peace, they around here still being unsatisfied, still being in their lustful minds right. and ways. And at the same time, they warn not with only their loved ones, but warn with themselves. Long-suffering. Okay, for those that are long-suffering, that have been through stuff, that, you know, that got HIV, whatever it is, but you was long-suffering with it to suffer. Then you got some of those that say, I'm with the Lord, and I'm long-suffering, but they get touched a little bit, and they say, okay, now, you know what? I ain't taking too much of this. They ain't got no patience. Goodness. Those that say they have goodness that can love conditional those that say they have it, 
that they have conditions on what they say they love and they're on their goodness that they're going to have for you. So it sounds like it's a lot of lying. Going on. Oh, of course, these are ugly lies. Of course, things that we have said to ourselves, lied to ourselves about. And, you know, never coming out of our denials of things and realizing that we need, you know, a a love, a love from God mm-hmm. and to get to the in the position to allow the father to work with you to become something great that the Lord wants you to be. Yeah. And let's go on faith. Those that say they have faith, but they want to do stuff their way. OK, these are things that is in our Bible study and stuff that we do on a daily basis when we're out of the Bible study. How are you acting when you're not in church, when you're at home and when you're out in public and being two-faced? You know, on one hand, you're being, you're being on one hand loving and godly over here in this category of people because they're saints of God, you say. And then over here, you with the street folk acting like the street folk. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I am just saying a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, according to what the word said in First James, in First uh, uh, James uh, verse, uh, well, chapter uh, chapter one through eight, and in eight verse eight, it talks about the double-minded man unstable in all his ways. So, and those that say they got self-control and temperance, and and they say they got meekness, but they don't have no compassion, and they don't have, they got anger problems, and they don't want to do anything about it. How can you help somebody like that? But for those that are really, really looking for help, and those that really want change, I'm telling you, that's why I'm on this show as your host. Because God has worked with me through many a things, and I am on the show to share with you that you are not by yourself. And so Strong Tower want to have something to say. And after he finished saying what he got to say, I have a slew of people that are on online that want to have something to say, perhaps, or even to give some advice on something. But I'm going to turn it over to Strong Tower and let him speak for a little bit, and then we will... Uh, Put people on the line, and you can have something to say. If you got something to say, say it. The line, call in at 347-884-8684. Again, 347-884-8684. And that's my story. And that's why I'm on this show with this passion that I have to share with you that you can overcome anything. You can be victorious. You don't have to allow yourself anymore to go through secret, not facing those that hurt you. Be victorious in the Lord. You can do it because I'm on the show to tell you what I've been through. Just a little bit that I told you was a lot. And I'm here for you to get heard. Strong Tower, have something to say. Oh, it's an honor and a privilege to be here tonight, and I thank God for this opportunity. And, uh, you know, it saddens me to know that one time in my life that I was on the other side of what you went through, uh, Lardy Miss Clardy. And I'm here to tell you, I don't care what condition you're in, my Lord Jesus can bring you together and, and, and help you. You, it's, you just got to start in your heart. 
You got to have the understanding that God can change you no matter what your situation is, how long you've been involved in those situations. Because a lot of us, you know, we grew up in uh, religious families and we weren't able to communicate with our loved ones. And a lot of things were secret, pornography yes. and a lot of different things. There's a lot of men walking around today with that ugliness inside of them, yes. and they haven't had a chance to release it and how they have uh, perpetrated their acts against the most innocent people in our society. Yes. Yes. But let me say that any one of you out there that have been through this, regardless of what side of the line you were on in that, God can come through yes, and he can bring you together. There's nothing too hard for God. Amen. Jesus Christ is my personal Savior. And I'm here to tell you that when I look back on my past, it's like another person. And, you know, I'm not making any excuses. It's just he can transform you yes, from the ugliest things in your life to some of the things that, that can be most beautiful. Just give him a chance. Don't worry about what people think, yes. what they're going to say, because yes. that's going to be a real big problem. That was one of my problems as I was growing up as a child, getting involved in pornography and different things like that, knowing that my parents were in church, uh, pastors, bishops, and I felt like I couldn't approach them. I'm just telling you, all you elders out there, if you got family members, <clears throat> cousins, brothers, yes. and sisters, excuse me, yes. be approachable. Yes. You know what I mean? Because there's some things that's going on in the power of of, of, of the enemy that wants to work with silence and secrets. Yes. And right now, that's all I have to say because I know we have some very patient listeners out there, and I know they have some very interesting things to say. Yes. And uh, I'll get back with you in a little bit. Thank you, Strong Tower. All right. Now, you done heard it from us, all from calling all felons to the show, all the way to the Ugly Lie Show. Now, you have, a, you have your choice to speak up, stand up, and speak out, and tell your story. Y'all all have about two minutes to three minutes apiece to speak, and then we're going to keep moving. So we're going to start with the first caller with the last four digits of 9155 and the, and the area code of 614. Caller, you are on the line. You have something to say? Say it. I just uh, want to thank you for your message and your strength and this uh, uh I know that you're going to be helping a lot of people, you know, and I'm glad that you're a part of my church and I could come to you and I could talk to you about what's going on. Amen. (laughs) Yes, you can. Because like we said in Bible school today, iron sharpens iron. You know, we need each other. That's right. You know, and and people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. (laughs) Amen. And, uh, That's beautiful. We do need each other. You yes, know, we so do. keep on what you doing what you're doing and keeping reaching out, helping others. I didn't know I was gonna be on the line. I was just listening. Oh, that's all right, but, but we, we're happy that you decided to comment and say your piece about yeah, what's funny. going on, and I'm thankful. I am truly thankful to be around those that truly know and understand and don't mind me coming in and speaking the truth and being the truth because it's all about, you know, praising God in spirit yeah. and in truth. And if you that's cannot right. do that, then that's not the place for you. You know that's what I'm saying? Right. That's for anybody. Yeah. So I certainly appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your love. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. All right. And now to the caller on the second line. 
which is 0654, and the area code is 614. You got something to say? Say it. You are on the line. Oh, my God. I didn't know I was going to be on the radio. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I didn't <need> <laughs> Well, welcome to the Lordy Miss Party and Strong Tower Time on BTR, okay? Yeah. We're glad oh to my have God. you. How do I, you feel? Uh, you said, how do I feel? Yes, how do you feel about what you're hearing? I feel good about what I'm hearing. Uh, the, the the first caller, she uh, informed me of uh, of the uh, the radio station. Yes. And uh, and so we tried. I tried to pull it up on the on the internet, but I couldn't. Okay. But uh, uh, I really enjoyed your message, um, and it took me back when when I was a child. Yes. God bless you. Thank being, you. God bless you. Being molested by my cousin, and to this day, I never told anyone. God bless you. Oh, see, and, now uh, this is a blessing to hear from thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hmm. It is. Yes, um, because it's nothing to be of nothing to be afraid about, and it's nothing to be ashamed about. Because what other people do to you is not something that you wanted to be done. But right. it is time now to let that ugly lie go, so that you can be whole. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I guess in some way, in my own way, that uh, that I've uh, I have forgiven him. Yes. Um that's what it because takes. I am in recovery. And that's what and, it's all uh, about. Yeah, and and I know, you know, that uh in order for me to to get closer to God yes. that I have to forgive. Yes. Um but anyway, I'm just I just wanted to share that. And, uh I, I hope am to, pleased. Uh, I am very pleased that you had Boldness to come on, and even though you didn't know you was gonna be on the show, <laughs> everybody that's on this show, you know, that has something to say. Definitely, there are people like us that need to hear this. We have over thirty thousand people that's on this show. You know, mm. that we're trying to reach the masses, and mm. with our pastors help. In in, uh, in 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 directing us and mm-hmm. teaching us what to do and how to do it is mm-hmm. it is a a pleasure to be a servant with yes. the purpose of God only to do God's business. Yes. And yes. thank you, thank you for sharing. Yes. I am excited. I am. Well, I'm excited. excited. I'm excited for you, and I am a member of uh, New Faith also. Well, you know and, what? Uh, huh. Kisses and love to you, sister, for blessing and 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 share and letting us come in and being a part of the worship and love that New Faith have because well, our you. pastor is beautiful. He and sure so is, lady. So is yes. the first lady. Yes. God bless you. Strong Tower wants you. to say something to you. Yes. God bless you. God and bless I, you. I feel your joy, and mm-hmm. I want you to know. There's not a demon in hell that's not happy. Thank you, Jesus. That's happy tonight. Let me make this clear. Not happy tonight because I'm here to tell you you're walking where eagles fly tonight. You're walking where eagles fly, Mm. and I want you to be happy in your soul because you're angels. 
Mm-hmm. Whenever you can have a, the demeanor that you have yeah. and then perpetrated against like you have been and yeah. have the love you have, God is letting you know right now your life is getting ready to excel to a level that you didn't even realize yes. yourself. Yes. Thank you, Strong Tower. That is uplifting. And let me just say one other thing, too, just to solidify, you know, how God does things. And if you don't have the Holy Spirit and the fruit thereof, Mm -hmm. you will miss something that can transform to be beautiful. You know, as me being a child that was molested, did not God do it in the end? And I only been married to him seven months. Uh-huh. And and that I was a child molested by a perpetrator, man. and uh-huh. here God had me marry a man that ended up in sex offending. Now uh-huh. a, a child a child that's been molested and a sex offender that, those are arch enemies. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh how God and that's a big but. You hear what I'm saying? How God. <laughs> Got me saved and then turned around and converted my husband. All right, then. Here, Strong Tower, here yeah. to stand by my side to say, now we just love each other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and forgave, and, and I forgave, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I was able to face the enemy yeah. early on. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And so I, I look at this as God ordaining yeah. this particular moment to share with everybody that all things is possible. That's right. To that love the Lord. You That's hear? right. And bring back a blessing because he was faithful. Right. To do my thing, to do right. what God takes to do. And at the same time, you know, get your own past and lives together. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I um, I not to cut you off, but but uh, I have been in the streets. Uh, oh, okay. I have I have been in jail, and and now I'm a correction officer. Look at that in a jail. How God do that? How God do that thing? Yeah, and I and I. And I work with uh, youth, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and it's and, and and it's a real pleasure to to deal with these youth because I know where they're coming from. And you know what I'm saying? Ain't got nobody to talk to. Mothers and fathers or, right. or grandmamas can't talk because they don't want to deal with the mm-hmm. truth. Mm-hmm. Keeping the ugly lie moving, and we got to deal with those youth. That's, That's right. Yeah. Thank yep. you. Thank Somebody you. Somebody got to. Thank you. Well, I, be- I, be- I believe mm-hmm. that you have something else to say. And this is your moment. Is there something else that you would like to say that's on your heart? Well, no, not really. I mean, okay. I just, I, I have just enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> and, and I thank you all. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you welcome. for coming thank and sharing so with us. All right, All then. right. Now we're going on to the next caller. Okay. All right. All right. I bless you and thank you. I bless you all. Yes, and be at peace. All right. To the next caller. That number is 1757, and the area code is 614. If you're on the line, have something to say. 
Hello? Are you on the line? 1757, area code 614. Yeah, I'm hearing my phone keep going in and out. That's okay. We can hear you, though. Can you hear us? Yes. All right. You got something to say? Say it, because it's truly a blessing to hear from you guys, you know, to respond to the Ugly Lie Show. That's all right. Yeah, it is a very, very ugly thing, the molestation, the incest. And, yeah. and I believe it comes, it, it's passed down from generation to de- generation. And, and, and yes. Yeah. And, yes. And somebody, it, has, somebody has to break that, that yeah. cycle. Well, and, 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 and the only way that that can be broken is that, one, you have to face the perpetrators. That's in any uh, in any point in your life because you come up with many of things that you're going to have to face, but you have to face them to make sure, you know, that they know that they can't get away with it. My mother went to her grave in denial, and my father, he's still alive, um, but but he, when I, when I call him on the phone or something, yeah. he talks to me like ain't nothing ever happened bad between us. You know, he just talks to me like, like I'm his loving lost daughter, you know. Really? Did you and ever talk I, to him about that? Yeah, I confronted him and my mother together. Um, I've been in recovery. I've been around the rooms over 25 years, but I've only got 20 months yes. sober. Yes, praise God. And, Wonderful. Uh, my last time around in recovery, I had uh, 13 years. And um, around my second year of I had confront. I had I had spoke the lie about. I had confronted uh, my parents about it, and I also took children from their home. Yes, that, that God put on my heart to do something about. Um, you know, I was living a good life. I got sober. Me and my kids were happy. Excellent. God, that ain't number God. He touched I don't think that I just got you clean and sober for you to just live your life happy, joy, and free with your two kids. You know, I got work for you to do. Yes. And he wouldn't let me rest. It took me six months to come out and say something, to call children's services and say, hey, this is what happened to me with those people, and I'm happening to them, and, and I need you to do something about it. And and you know what? And that's what this show is all about. Even when we get ready to come out to talk about it, you know, in the forums that God give us to talk about those things with women and with men, because there are men that go through this too. Man, we're not just—it's just not only just the women. There are men that go through it, and it started at home. I, I, as I said, harder. excuse me. Men to come out. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, but we know that when you start to unfold to talk about what it is that's holding you back and that you can really, really move forward, it's first to be able to open up and talk about it. Yes, yes. To become free. Yes, that's how you get free. We don't want to be in captivity. I used to be so sad and so uh, lonely uh, in a room full of people around, people that loved me, all my family in AA. I yes. used to be so bound up with it. All I did, I just cry all the time. And I understand. I was, I was so mean. I understand. Uh, I was just a terrible person. 
And and, and we all came from that. And to hear now, I am so happy. We're praying with you. Yes, Lord. We are praying, yes. Let strong power say a few things. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you as humbly as we know how. Thank you, Lord. Not by anything that we have, we are even warranted to call on your name, but your infinite mercy, we ask you, Lord Jesus, to continue walking with us through this generation, this intergenerational curse that we find ourselves in. Well, we want you to pierce the darkness as a beam of light and touch all the hearts of those that truly have love in them. And if there's any way they can help someone that might be caught up in the situation that we have found ourselves caught up in, no matter what side of the line they're on, they still have a soul. And there is a heaven and there is a hell. And we have to come to some kind of conclusion before we leave here. And if it's possible, let us come together and reason, Lord Jesus, because there's nothing too too hard for you. Nothing. We have put limitations on you, and we have said that there's only certain things that you can do, and then we just keep everything under the cover. But yes. you are here to say that this is the year of exposure. This yes. is the year to step up and walk where eagles fly. Amen. It's time to get up off our bellies and stop crawling. And I don't care what the situation is, God can bring you out. And he's Amen. doing that now in a mighty way. And Amen. I want you to continue. And if there's any time, you, regardless of what the circumstances is, that you need to talk to somebody that understands why people do what they do, when they do, and how they do it, feel free to call anytime you yes. want to call. Thank and we thank Jesus that we have the leadership in our church yes, that understands Lord. that and is not quenching the spirit that allows us to grow spiritually however we choose to do so we can yes, say to yes, our, our Father can say to us, well done, you didn't hide this and you didn't hide that, you let it be known. The fear is gone. Amen. And the Satan wants you to be afraid. He wants you to walk around with your head down because you are one of Jesus's and you have a message to pass on. You have experience and strength that you have stood up when the smoke cleared. You were standing in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. 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 That's what I'm talking about. On the Ugly Lie Show, talking about the ugly stuff and what helped us to change. It's nothing except that is the blood of Jesus that made us become what we are today. And that that's right, overcomers, victorious, and letting the enemy know that he can't get away with nothing anymore from this day on and from now on because the enemy, that's his job, to steal, kill, and destroy, to stop you from exposing him for the many crimes that he commit. And when I say that, that's even what we do to ourselves. We are the one that is the problem because we scared. Well, okay, I just told the ugly truth, but that's just the way it is. We are the problem. Now, we got to overcome it. And I am thankful to see and hear the things that is being said today. That's right. You got to come out of that denial, you know. And I'm speaking to all the listeners that are listening, you know, other than the callers that came in. And I'm thankful to what is being said today. I am in a happy spirit that someone 
joined us to talk about these particular matters that beset us and stop us from doing the will of God and being good soldiers in the army. So, okay, we're going to go to the next caller here. And the next caller is 9959. And the area code is 614. You got something to say? Say it. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you for um, uh, allowing a forum for people who don't go to the traditional church to be able to express themselves and to be able to hear um, stories of, of others who have gone through. Uh, I just want to, again, just express, uh, you know, how grateful I am to listen to some of the, um, the ugly side of life that some have find a way to express themselves about the dark side of life and how some of those who have been intimate with uh, to us, like uh, mothers and fathers and stepfathers, uh, that's a very ugly thing to be violated by someone that you particularly feel you can trust and to right. be able to try to navigate through those things. And sometimes we're not helped um, in the church or by the church or that's even right. the church because we feel like we would be discriminated against if we really share some of the dark secrets. And we understand. Amen. That may even happen with uh, primetime members in the church. And so I just want to, again, uh, say thank you for uh, providing an opportunity for people who may not feel comfortable in a traditional church or around people with titles as pastor or deacon or elder, bishops or apostles, be able to just talk on a ground zero level That's right. about the real Thank shame you. and pain they have experienced in their mundane. So Thank you. Um, so I, I just uh, thank you um, again. And for those who have been transparent, um, sometimes we need to get these things out because they become toxicities to our yes. own bodies. That's and right. at the end of the day, people uh, walk on with their life and don't even know how they have debilitated our own life. Yes. Yeah. But um, and at, and if you're not careful, you will walk away from the table as the victim, uh, yeah. being the one that is so uh, uh, heard and holding grudges. And this person yes. has walked on with their life clean and don't even have an idea of how they have brought such um, um, ill repute and, and and just a whole life of just a person's life being in shambles over a situation like this. So I want to say to both of you all, um, thank you for your transparency of talking. God bless you. Thank you. Um, God bless you. Offenders and being a person who has been violated from the age of 5 to 12. And um, and even though people may not express it, uh, as you see, uh, this ministry is very much uh, very significant and germane to other people because they've been there too. And as yeah. a fact, uh, People, we have always been told too often to keep things in the closet. Yes, that's right. Mama, daddy uh, violated me. Well, baby, don't say that as if it's going to go away. That's right. You know, or or, I was raped, honey. Don't you say that. Don't you tell anybody that because uh, you you shouldn't say that. And so it's time for us to move beyond these ugly lies. That's right. The ugly truth. Uh, Ugly truth. That's right. Be able to handle this ugly world that sometimes can bring a lot of uh, harm and danger to our lives. So, again, I just want to say thank you. And for those particularly who are listening, who are being transparent and talking to other colleagues and to support them and to encourage them, uh, I just want to thank you. So um, I just wanted to call tonight to say thank you for being a a venue and a forum for people 
um, to be able to share and to open up and to be able to listen to others who have gone through experiences. So thank you very much. And appreciate thank you. It. Keep us in thank your prayer. Keep us in and prayer. I, I indeed will be praying for you, and I bless God for you. And, um, uh, again, uh, the raw transparency is something that God can honor. Uh, we don't need uh, people just to name it and claim it and grab it and blab it. But that's we right. Mm. Tell that's the right. ugly that's lies the and, and, and about the ugly lies, mm. be able to confront the ugly truth and hopefully make the world a better place. So thank you and God bless you. And thank, thank you. you. Thank you for coming on the show and, and sharing. Yeah. I mean, this is overwhelming for me because, you know, as a host and what God has given me as this gift, to be able to spread amongst everybody to listen yeah. of what happened to me for the reason why I God gave me this show to come up on this forum and for people to get heard for being violated, victimized, and defrauded of the right to have life, to live, and to have, you know, a liberty and justice, yeah. you know, whatever it is. But I've been through so much, mm-hmm. you know, um, that it is overwhelming how God has transformed me through, you know, the washing of his blood and at the same time confessing to know that I can't do nothing by myself. Mm -hmm. And that is also go for strong tower, all of us, you know. And this is my day that God has made for me to stand up to let you know why I keep coming on this show talking about the issues that matter so much to the hearers and people out there that have come. We are not alone. I am finding that out right now. Mm -hmm. I'm finding that out right now, that I'm not alone. And even for those that, you know, and we're talking about men and women Mm -hmm. alike that have gone through struggles with catching diseases from AIDS, herpes, anything. You know what I'm saying? You're not alone. There are people that have gone through it. Sometimes we get to the point where, you know, we don't want to wait on God and some stuff happened. But then there are those that God chose for a specific purpose to go through a thing to help someone out of their darkness. And and I would like to say this, too. I I appreciate what I would identify as like a coming out party where you can speak to these real issues because it's a silence that has to be broken um, and, and with some of the things that uh, so many have gone through. And if we're not careful, uh, we can allow uh, these same uh, diseases and generation to generation. So, uh, you know, I would challenge everyone to speak out and yes. also to uh, pray wellness and wholeness in your family. Yes. So some yes. of are passed down from generation to generation. Amen. Kept it quiet. And uh, those generations can still live if we don't cut it off. You have to say, I plead the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. But not just for me, but for my next generation, for my my sons and their daughters and their sons, that they will not have to deal with the same kind of molestation or the same kind of uh, being uh, involved in, uh, you know, sex trafficking or sexual offender, you've got to come and plead the blood of Jesus and yeah. cut off the earth. And whatever we don't um, shut off from the enemy, he still has access to. So we have to close the door so he can't even get in and because he will inevitably keep bounding his nappy head and That's coming right. wherever he is allowed. And if he can't get in the front door, he'll come in the side door, the back door. So just close the door. Right. 
completely so we can't get out again. Can't right. stand again. Right. I just again want to say thank you and uh um I appreciate the ministry that you are providing for um those who have messed up Mondays tore up Tuesdays and up Wednesdays and terrible right Thursdays and frightening Fridays. But All we that you're gonna let them know that they can have a miracle Monday Amen. and a terrific Tuesday and a wonderful Wednesday. <laughs> so uh, God <laughs> with you and God bless you and uh and, and I appreciate you and I hope Thank you all continue to change lives and continue to be true to one another and love each other uh, yes. in your marriage and, and Amen. God Amen. Thank you so much for that. Thank you for supporting me, every last one yeah. of you that have commented yeah. on this show. Yeah. I am so happy to hear that the work that the Father has given me is not gone in vain, oh, but no. that somebody, somebody, somebody yeah. out there will, is willing to share yeah. that they are not alone. Yeah. All right. Now, we're going to go on to a break, and then we'll be back, okay, to talk more about the ugly lie right. on the show, All okay? Right. And if there's, there's any, if there's some too? ugly truths that might be out there. So let's, 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 let's talk about those things. That. Hey, we got to talk about okay. that one. All right. Okay. But we will be right back, and I hope that you like the music as well. Um, good selection, selections tonight. And, you know, we just, 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 we'll just be right back. Just. Just hold on. <laughs> yeah. Pat. Huh? Tina.
prepare you the way of the Lord. And I just want to say thank you, all of the listeners and the people that commented. I feel so much joy. I know that right now, because they have spoke up and stepped out on faith to talk about what the ugly lies were all about and what transformed them from that ugly lie. Now watch God take and do a miraculous movement in your life. Now, don't don't forget this, that when you start to come out and stand up and speak up and speak out and step out, the enemy always rear his ugly head somewhere. So be aware of that because you did something you did you did something great in Christ Jesus. Now he pissed off. He gonna say, okay, now what they? I'm gonna see if they gonna do something on Friday. And I'm a. And I, that's right. That is, in me, that is in you. That's right. And he that is in the world. That's right. And I just want to say to you that I know as I spoke up and and talked to you personally about my. Uh, ugly lies that happened to me yeah. and what transformed me to be this this chirping bird yeah. that's on the blog talk radio show standing up against victimization and fraud yeah. and I know that the enemy don't like me but ain't nothing he can do anymore to me he done did all that he can do to me right. now you better watch out because right. I know what to do to expose him and, and I'm still going to step into the and blessings of the Lord of that's yeah. right and you know what? And, and my partner ain't got no other choice but to come on board oh, and stay on board. Because you know why? Because we know that if you ain't for Christ, then so be it. He that scattereth, scattereth. Yes, and he that I, I gathereth, gathereth. I want to see God's face in people. Now you here with Strong Tower saying he ain't, he ain't crazy. Neither are we. If I got to stand out there on broad and high, I'm going I'm to tell her what it's all about because Ooh. the Lord is standing high That's and he's right. looking low. And you know what? Let me say this and another thing. i like to ask Miss Lardy, Miss Clardy, a couple questions. Uh, questions uh, when you was going through your ordeal, did God speak to you as a child? Did he say anything to you? As as a child going through this ordeal that you was going through, can you can you share anything about that? Um, you know, I know it's it's very personal, but did you have any visions? Did you know that uh, that that someone was with you? When was your first uh, time in your life that you realized that despite the horrendous situation you were in, that God was with you? Well, at the age of five, I was out playing in the backyard you know, of my stepdad and my mom's, you know, home that they were living in. And, you know, and I was standing, sitting out there, you know, playing, and all of a sudden I was on the ground looking up and looking at the sky, feeling the winds, looking at the sun, face-to-face, eye-to-eye in the sun, and seeing the trees, leaves waving to and fro. And then I turned over, and then I saw these bunch of ants. And then I started to get, you know, uh, um, thoughtful in my mind at five years old. I said, somebody made this. I don't know know who made this, but somebody made this. Because I was looking at the ants doing all of what they was doing in the air and everything, the sky, the birds. Somebody made this. That was the first acknowledgement Mm -hmm. at five years old that somebody made this. 
And then, you know, and then all of a sudden I was introduced to that ugly lie called molestation. And at eight years old, I had my first encounter with the Lord in the spirit, in a vision. And he came to me, like I said, early on in the segment, I said, the Lord, it came to me and, and he said, be not afraid. It is only I. And I felt the warmth. So it calmed me down in that voice that I was listening to that sounded like the many of waters. And when he spoke to me, he asked me a question. Are you a good girl? And if you are talking to the Lord and you got an experience and you know where you're at, and I couldn't lie mm-hmm. to the spirit, I spoke and I said, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to ask me, who do you love? And I spoke of everyone that I loved, including my stepfather. Mm-hmm. And it was then that after the spirit of God spoke to me, then he said to me, be not afraid that he was going to send somebody to come and get me. That come and get me didn't happen until I was 12. But can you imagine an eight-year-old waiting while you're being sexually molested and going through the changes you're going through and praying? You know, you know, even even my prayer was different with with the, with the Spirit of God. I began to pray. I remember one time that my stepfather came into my room and he took and he said to me, you know, he started to get on top of me. And I I was a I was a a child by day going to school and a woman at night. And you know what? And I was in my spirit, out of my spirit, spoke these words. And I know that they weren't of mine. When he got ready to lay upon me, and I spoke to him at eight years old, and I told him, I said, this is wrong. God is watching you. And what he said to me was out out of his mind. He said, I know, but I can't help myself. And he went on to do what he wanted to do with me and what none I could do because why? I was a child. Yeah. As as obedient as as I was, I had to deal with that. And to this day, like I said, my next experience with the Lord after going through all the drudgery, after coming out, meeting up, having kids out of wedlock, and, you know, going out, you know, uh, going in drugs, whatever you want to call it, because of it started at home. Uh-huh. And and it was only destined by the Lord at 24 where I had my next experience when I went in the water because the, the heaviness of what I had went through from five all the way up to then was horrendous. Yeah. Okay? I ain't telling you everything, but you can fill in yeah. all the mess that I had to go through. Uh-huh. And then after I got baptized and saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, and that was an experience all its own. And we're going to have a talk about that, sure. your experience with God and and, 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 and and what kind of experience you had when your Holy Spirit was imparted into you, yeah. that spirit of Christ Jesus. Yeah. Okay. And I'm going to just leave it there. But given to any, if you have any more questions or any, anything you want to say, uh, you look good. 
talking about it to me and ask the questions. I ain't got no problem with it. We got 17 minutes to the show. And if you have anything you want to say, questions you want to ask, you can do that. But I'm going to ask Strong Tower a question. Okay. Strong Tower, Mm -hmm. when you were on the other side of the fence, Doing your crime in 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 the name of Satan. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Well, I think you hit on it. I felt like I was the devil's son-in-law. I felt like the Lord didn't love me <laughs> because of the pain that I had of, of, of secrecy. I remember we lived on 18th Street, and I might have been about 12 years old. And uh, the neighbors next door, you know, they had a habit of leaving their window, uh, their shades open, you know what I mean? And I'm a young man. I didn't know too much. And I'm reading pornography and all this. Come in the bathroom and they would actually see me over in the next window looking at them, you know, and it was like. It was all, like they was communicating with me. I, to yeah. me, they looked like witches. Mm. You know what I mean? And it was like my mm. mom would always, boy, what you doing up there? You know, I'm not doing anything, mom. You know what I mean? It was just like taboo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what what is this? Is this, you know, this is like something you see on TV. And then you start seeing this and you start experimenting sexually with yourself and you mm-hmm. start looking at these pornography mm-hmm. uh, magazines mm-hmm. that they were selling to me right down the street mm-hmm. on, on the, the front uh, uh, counter, mm-hmm. you know, and not making any excuses. But you have to be careful, especially with the Internet now. You don't have to walk out your house and you can just pull something up on the on the Internet and you feel like you, you're in power. Mm-hmm. You know, you have this fake reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm God. I do. I, I can mm-hmm. provoke these feelings, in, but at yes. the same time, you're feeling ugly. You know what I mean? Yes. Your your parents is representing God, and you can't even go and talk to them. And then as you grow up, you get to the point where you can't communicate with people about what you're going through. You feel insecure. You know it's a part of your life that you don't want to talk about, so you go on and on with it. And the, the part that was the strongest in keeping me in this secrecy was the fact that it was a secret. The secret, the secret silent, the silent killer, that which you cannot talk to anyone about. And then you look at a, a, a woman as someone that is on the other side that you can't communicate with mm-hmm. and becomes a distance, mm-hmm. you know. And then you wait till you come into uh, contact. Listen to him, y'all. You wait till you come in contact with someone that don't have God in their life or they faking it or whatever. And you can feel it. You can yeah. feel that these people, and it doesn't make any difference what age they are. It starts early. Yes, you know, you have, a, yes, and the, the person that I perpetrated against was underage and come find out she had had sexual experiences with other men and things like that. And it was like I was trying to, uh, you know, live a life, uh, you know, because I was going with a young lady that didn't have any children, but she had a niece that came in and just like a whirlwind, you know, she knew everything, would call me up 15 times. Mm-hmm. I'm still not making any excuses, but you have to be careful if you have daughters to make sure those daughters are not pushing themselves on men, weak men that don't have God in their life. Yes. So a lot, I didn't go out, I didn't go out, I didn't go out in the street, you know, uh, jumping on anybody. Uh, Sometimes they come to your house and then you can feel the weakness between one another, you know, and the people, you know, they would call me up 12, 15 times, you know, and then when I got incarcerated, they had, they had, you know, they pumped a lot of charges up, you know, that I did what I uh, didn't do. And, and but as, as long as I was involved in it, I felt like whatever punishment that they gave me, you know, was sufficient 
for being involved in the situation, regardless on what level I participated. Now, you heard from Strong Tower yourself about his ugly lie and where it has landed him in this day and time in Christ Jesus. And I got one more question to ask, Strong Tower. And as God sees fit for you to unveil, you know, this truth, because men and women need to hear this, because only those that have been through this will be able to speak the truth about the ugly lie. It's a two-part. Are there ministers that are out there that that say they in Christ Jesus and they try to get you to go to bed with them and I'm talking about male and female for that 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 you know about because you've been in the church world yeah. I only had to deal with the men but the women on your side you know and and ministers you know what I'm saying I had to deal with the minister men and outside men that wasn't saved, that said that they were saved, preaching the word, talking the word of God, and doing all kind of stupid stuff, you know, that, that would cause my life to be in jeopardy. Are there ministers out there that do that crazy stuff? And the second one is, have you ever been through any any type of diseases or anything, infections in your life dealing with people that say that they are of God and and you don't even know, uh, you know, they won't even let you know who and what they're all about? Well, to answer your first question, um, I got out of prison in uh, 2002, and I don't have any problem asking question, you know, answering questions that's asked to me because it can help someone, then let it be so. Amen. If I'm an example of what you should should not have been or or have allowed yourself to be or go to the depths of uh, deprivation that you should have not allowed yourself to, to be or to go, ask me any question you choose if I can help someone. Uh, yes, uh, as I said earlier, I've been out since 2002 and uh, most of the people that I have been with were female ministers, and uh, I'm not not out here to point fingers at anyone per That's se, right. but I'm just saying if if you take an ode to the gospel plow and, and you're looking back, it's like a dog going back to his vomit. And I wanted to make sure I got on my hands and knees and, and crawled in church and crawled from the back of the church to the front of the church on my hands and knees and, and I told the Lord that I was tired right. of this life, yes. that I was ready to go back. It was almost as if, you know, the people that knew that I had just got out of prison for a long stint. I did 15 years in prison. I was eligible for parole after uh, three and a half years. I was 38 when I caught my case. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was almost like uh, I was fresh meat. I mean, you know, <laughs> they knew Ooh. I had been locked up for 15 mm-hmm. years and, and you know, and and I my my heart goes out to, and that's all that's gonna go out, go out from now on to a lot of the um, female ministers and that's in the the church that you they don't have men, you know the Bible said in the last days seven women shall take hold of one man in order to remove their reproach, it's in Isaiah uh, four, and it, and uh, it was almost like I witnessed that it was. One woman called me up. She came down out of the pulpit and called me and, and said that I have never done this before. I've never called. I've never 
stepped down out of the pulpit and called anybody on the phone. I guess she went down to the basement of the church, and and I had never even been with this person sexually, mm-hmm. but she was a minister, and apparently you have a lot of people out there that has been, you know, denied uh, uh, relationships or any type of uh, intimate uh, uh, communications, and then they they find themselves that way. But uh, to make a long story short, on that second question, uh, if I can remember right, you was asking me about venereal disease. Mm-hmm. Yes, and stuff like that. yes, I, I did have to go through that, and and uh, going through that because uh, you know you you if you caught up with people that you think is clean, because you know I thought maybe I was slick, you know, and I just found out recently concerning some of that issue how a person can be caught up with something and they don't even know it. I'm here to say, get a checkup. Yep. And some things that affect you, and I've, I've never had any any of the the partners that I was with say anything to me about it. And, uh, and my current wife, which is Lardy Miss Clardy, to say, you know, it's time for you to get your blood pressure checked, trying to get your physical yes. calorie yes. under control. So I did that, and I found out some things about myself that I didn't know. And I just thank God that I know now that I'm and I'm taking the correct uh, approach to alleviate those problems. You know what? Now. If that if this show does not somehow convict a person to come out of denial and come into the marvelous truth or what we call come out the ugly lie into the ugly truth that you can be changed because all that we are talking about is out of love, That's right. out of love to help somebody because we, I, I am very, very blessed to be married to this man, regardless of what we found out about each other, but that God gave us love to not only to speak up and speak out and to help someone else not to go through these things, but also to walk a true life of Christ Jesus in our life towards one another. And that, you know, and that to become more of a sinless creature, sinless creature than to be a sinful creature, because you can be exposed and tore open for the crazy stuff that you do, but you also got to be able to know what brought you out and caused you to be changed. So in my thought today would be, do you think you are ugly? Have you ever seen ugly in your partner, friends, or loved ones and did not tell them what you saw? Because some of, because of some misunderstanding that may occur. So you just, let the ugly lie go and live with you, sleep with you, talk with you, eat with you. I could go on and on, but we're going to stop right there, okay? You get the message. We done talked about it. Do you think you are so pretty you can't stand yourself and others feel the same way about you? Has pride and other deadly sins got you ugly? Do you think you have been lying to yourself for a long time, and now you woke up one day and smelled the coffee and discovered you were an ugly lie all the time and now desire change in your life. Then this is the show, Lardy, Miss Clardy, and Strong Tower on BTR, to wipe your ugly moment, to have your ugly moment, and wipe your guilt and shame and denials away and discover you are not alone and you can change from ugly. All right. And that now 
that we are changed and we're at joy. And again, I want to thank the listeners and the people that came on to the show to comment and to give their and share their stories to show that this show is standing on the ugly truth and not an ugly lie because God called this meeting for us to come together and reason together. So, for all those that are out there, just remember today we've talked about the ugly lie mm-hmm. and we are now, you know, in a place where we can breathe yes. and say thank you, Jesus, yes. for having people to love us mm-hmm. and help us through and to bring us out into the marvelous light so that we can have joy like everybody else. Yes. I am blessed. I'm blessed beyond blessed because of you. And I want to thank you for allowing Lardy, Miss Clardy, to share her story with you so that you know why I am on this blog talk radio show is to get to the bottom of victimization and fraud and become victorious in all your dealings. In the name of Jesus, Strong Tower, you got something to say for the last minute? Yes. I would just like to, to pray again, and I find myself doing a lot of praying, a lot more Thank you, Jesus. Uh, than I've ever done before, and it's a joy. It's not a burden just to have the opportunity to pray, yes. and I'm coming before you now, you know, to say, Lord, we, we're not here putting on a show or some kind of carnival act. Yes. We just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, We're not proud about the mistakes that we have made, but what we're proud about is that we can talk about them with a clean heart, and we we don't have anything underlined. We don't have any, any other reason but just to try to help somebody. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, you, Jesus. for giving us a heart, you know, to come yes. and, and tell the people mm-hmm. what's going on and what has gone on in our lives. What better people to talk to those out there? that may not have a voice to speak for themselves, to show them both sides of the story. Of course, a lot of times, Lord Jesus, you hear just one side, but you never get a chance to hear what's going on. You never get a chance to, the people never get a chance to hear what's happening in the perpetrator's mind. You know, but I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. You know, I'm not a hero. I don't have medals on my chest. I was just a fool who lost and who understood what he did wrong. And then now he's trying to make those wrongs in a way that you, it says that God said, it says, all things were for the good of those who love the Lord. And if you're living and you're breathing, you're walking or laying down yes, or whatever you're doing, you. you still have an opportunity to make those wrongs right, That's right. and come to Christ because he can heal you from all things. Thank you, and it was a practice that he always had when he healed those people. And he said, go and sin no more. Amen. Once Hallelujah. you have been brought out, he said, go and sin no more. Some of the people he told not to tell, you know, but he knew they were going to because it is so overwhelming when the freedom that you have like you have your arms folded and i see now that when you open up you open your arms up and you move them back toward the back of your body and your arms that was once folded to protect yourself now becomes wings that you can walk and you can fly where eagles are and we thank you lord jesus for this opportunity in your precious name amen amen thank you lord for giving me this opportunity also 
to be a blessing in someone's life right here on your forum that you gave me to spread the good news. Thank you, Lord. And now that we have talked about everything we can talk about, go to your word of the Bible and read James 1 through verse 8, chapter 1, 1 through 8, and then go to Galatians, the fruit of the Spirit, the nine fruits, and discover, do you have these fruits? And what you can do is come to Christ and have the Holy Spirit where you can have all of these fruits to be pleasing to God and do a true service in spirit and in truth. And this evening, you have talked with Lardy Miss Clardy and Strong Tower. We love you, and we will be back to talk more on the subject at another time. But until then, we say we love you, God bless you, and think on these things, because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. God bless you. Mercy, y'all. Remake. Come on. Whoa. Oh, mercy, mercy me. Oh, things they must be to see. Oh, no. Where did all the blue skies go? Poison is the wind that blows from the northern sky. Ain't what they used to be Oil wasted on the ocean And upon high sea Fish for the mercury Oh, mercy, mercy, mercy.